Hi, and welcome to Background Noises. My name is Nadia Sheikh. I'm an independent indie pop rock artist, and in this podcast, I am interviewing the unheard voices of the music industry, from promoters to venue managers, sound engineers, you name it. Everyone's been deeply affected by the consequences of the pandemic. And with this podcast, I just wanted to do my little bit to help voice their issues, their experiences, their thoughts, and to just have a really good conversation with very interesting people. Uh, so thank you for joining me, and let's get it started. It's not like it's not like And welcome back to Background Noises. My name is Nadi Sheikh, and I'm incredibly excited to welcome today's guest. He is a, a really good friend, a huge new music supporter, and an all-round lovely human. Simon Williams, co-founder of promotions company Benumu, an online professional network for the music ecosystem. So welcome, Simon. Thank you for being here. Hello, hello. Great to be with you, Nadia. How are you? You well? I'm all good. Thank you. How are you? All right, thank you very much for asking. I hope everyone watching and listening is okay as well. It's very strange times. Yeah, it is indeed. It's just weird. Um, well, thank you so much for taking part in this. And would you like to say a few words on what you do at Bonumo and how you help independent venues and artists? Yeah, cool. I'd love to. Thank you very much. So Bonumo is an online um, discovery platform for the entire ecosystem. It's a professional network, essentially, which allows artists... Um, live music venues, music professionals, music brands to all join up together and collaborate and be part of a fantastic family and share and uh, push the amazing thing that is live music forward. Brilliant. And you've got a big online community and platform as well. Do you want to tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, so what happens is uh, artists and venues and who I mentioned before can come along, sign up, create your own profile, um, essentially put in all your photos and music and videos all together in one place so it acts as an EPK. But also then you can go and meet everyone else on the platform online and to collaborate, share, you know, meet new people, reach out to venues, reach out to other artists, reach out to music brands such as we're partnered with um, Jägermeister, Dr. Martins, Orange Amps. We're about to do something soon with Sony and The Orchard. So it's a great way for people just to just just to meet up online and, and, and collaborate and move move their career forward. That's brilliant. And and there's so many really cool artists um lined up there and and Bonuma and Simon are always on the lookout um for new talent as well. So that's really cool. So you should you should definitely any artists listening to this, you should definitely be signed up to Bonumu. Um Yeah, but, come and come and check us out, please. <laughs> one of the things you guys do is put on shows all across the city. What has this sudden stop meant for you? Because how many shows were you promoting, say, like a month before the pandemic hit versus now? Yeah, anything between two and five. So there was quite a lot going on. So we'd be doing stuff at uh, Not On Arts Club, 
Camden Assembly, and then we'd be doing some more sort of exclusive acoustic shows um, at universities, which were pr- pr- pretty good. But um, yeah, it's it's. I have no words really to describe. You know, going from one million miles an hour to pretty much zero has been quite hard. But um, where I, where I think it's hit the most really is on the community, the live music community as a whole. You know, it's hard for the venues, it's very hard for the artists, but also the people that want to support their artists, you know, and also go and support the live venues as well, because you see a lot of familiar faces, you know, there's a lot of lot of love in the room when you're when you're watching artists that you uh, that you care about and want want to see do well. So it's 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 a really hard time. It's like it's like a little family because I mean, anyone living in London that that goes to see live music probably probably knows, but I'm sure it's the same in every little city. You go to a gig and you see the same people. Like when I moved to London, obviously I didn't really know anyone, but I mean, I met Jeff Moe on the first ever gig I went to London. I wasn't even playing oh. it. Hi, Jeff Moe. <laughs> he's he's a great photographer and he's at literally every single gig you will ever see in London. And I've seen it like it, it went from seeing him take pictures of a famous artist I was going to see and that was front row and we started chatting to literally him taking pictures of, of me and my band playing and you just see see him everywhere and, and the same happens with with loads of people people like you guys even if it's not your show you're there uh Kathy, she's there everywhere so it's like yeah Kathy, the legend yeah and people that live music is the life of so many people it's not just the artists and the people that work there is i know people that literally all they live for is live music they go to work every day every evening they go to a gig yep. so suddenly these people's lives are suddenly like changed there's there's nothing there's and they want to go to all these gigs and and support their artists and that is their hobby their the passion really is going to see live music and that's not there anymore it's um yeah, I've got some very close friends and, you know, they, they they work to live, if that makes sense. And you pretty much see them on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday going out to support every type of artist you could possibly imagine. You know, buying merch, paying for tickets, you know, never asking for guest list or, any, or anything like this. Just, just going out and 100% supporting live music and... Uh, I still catch up with them because we're, you know, we're, we're, you know, I'm, I'm close to the people that I know, and uh, you know, you have the conversation. So, what are you doing now? And it's just, well, stuck in the four walls, you know. So there's a, yeah. there's a huge set, cross section of, uh, of the country, I think, that are just sat there tapping their toes and can't wait to get back out and uh, get back on it. Yeah, it's it just, it's just very strange. But you've, you've kept up with the times, if you want to call it. <laughs> Um, and you've been you've been organizing live streams. I've, I've been part of them, online festivals like Back Balcony Fest, which was a great thing because lots of different people and blogs and promoters just came together and kind of like pitched in an artist, and everyone got to play. What do you think of of online gigs? Um, I'm going to be very candid, if I may. Um, I think there's a lot of positive things about them in the sense it gets. It keeps artists playing music, which is really important. Keeps um, people listening and excited about new music. The only caveat I'll put on that is I think people really miss that human interaction 
you know, where you stand next to a stranger and you, and, 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 you know, and you both like the same artist and you look across and you, you're, you're giving it, I think that's the one thing that's missing, but, you know, it's, it's still good that live music's going on, you know, whether it's a couple of people recording separately in their, in, in, in their studios or their, or their bedrooms or whatever, and putting put the video together, it's still really important that people are playing music and people are watching and supporting it. Do you think live streams is something that we're going to have to get used to more in the long run? Kind of like, even when live music is, is back, is it something that's going to be even more predominant than it was before? I think it's one of those things you've got to look at pragmatically. So, for instance, um, even if live shows start again, people might be in a situation where, you know, that particular weekend they can't go out or, or they're busy at work or something like that. You know, now it's opened up the idea that there is another medium to be able to still watch live music on and support them. And that, that could be online. So, you know, if, there, if, if, if there's a happy balance, it's good. And how, how would this affect a promoter? Because obviously, if I, if, if I look at it from an artist's point of view, say, for example, obviously, you don't have that human interaction or or you don't have the setup or you, you can't be with your band. And obviously, I mean, you can't compare singing into a phone to playing to a crowd with speakers, with amps, when you just hit your guitar and it just like resonates and like the bass makes your heart thump and stuff. When you do a live stream, you're still getting exposure. You're still making a connection with someone. But obviously... I just have to pick up my phone and like go live and I'm there. Whereas mm -hmm. when you do a gig, mm -hmm. a live gig, you've got a promoter, you've got a venue. How mm -hmm. does a live stream versus obviously ticket sales apart? Um, does it differ from, from a live show from a promoter's point of view? The interesting thing, well, the interesting thing about Benuma was we're not really promoters. We just happened to put on shows to support um, new music, which is puts us in a very unique position but i've got lots of promoter friends and it's been very hard for them and you know i think the the the, the big takeaway is the fact that it's just that human interaction that that one thing of people can come from very different backgrounds and doesn't matter who you are or where you're from it's all about being in that room together and sharing something very emotive and and meaningful and, and, and passionate and i think that's that's the big thing that I, I, I miss from it all is going into a room with a, you know, a load of strangers, let's say the door closes an artist comes on and the entire room, whether it's 200 or a thousand people are pretty much united as one and having a great time. That's, that's, that's the bit that I'm personally. And a lot of, a lot of the people that I know in my network are actually finding the most difficult is, is, is that coming together and, and, and you know, that the passion and the, and the love for music coming together and supporting it, yeah, it's um, it's hard, but you know there is light at the end of the tunnel. I hope. I'm positive, even if it takes a bit longer, it, it, there is light at the end of the tunnel. We can't we can't lose something that's so important to so many people, and that is so important to, to culture as well, and and to the yep. economy of the country, to the world. Actually, not even the country, the world. Um, how do you think? Agreed. I don't think. Go on. <laughs> No, I just don't think people, you know, you know, we, we, I think we probably might get onto how the government have handled it at some point. But, you know, I don't think people, the, the bureaucrats in these positions understand that there's an entire economy and an entire community of people 
that literally their entire, you know, a good part of their life has literally been taken away. Um, so it's really frustrating on, on, on that side that one of the most beautiful things in the world is live music that actually, you know, it's creative, it's artistic, it's fantastic, it brings people together, it's emotional, it's emotive, it's all of these things. That's literally just not been thought of. It's really frustrating. Do you think the government have dealt, have dealt well with the situation? No. No, I'll give you some ideas. I mean, so one of the things that frustrated me and a lot of the people I, I speak with is, you know, there's lots of um, big car parks, there's lots of open spaces, you know. Why didn't they think about doing some socially dis uh, socially distanced events in these, you know, like a, a raffle system or a ticketing system, you know, first come, first served or or, or, or how however it works you know you can socially distance people at two or three meters if you've got a huge open space you know you could easily get 100 150 200 and that should be operating you know two three times a night weekly across um across london and the, and the rest of the country you know I mean, it's definitely doable get, getting people out of their homes and getting sharing something you know it, it can be done in a safe safe way potentially but it, it just feels as though it's not been thought of you know and then any any money that's raised could go back to supporting live venues for when they are able to open again. Yeah, and and it's doable. I I played a, um, an acoustic socially distance show in my hometown, and it was literally there's this like this like plaza next to the um, town hall, and it's quite big, and they put a decent sa a decent sized stage. Uh, all the the mm -hmm. chairs were two meters apart. Um, cool. obviously if you came with your family then you could join your chairs um, the first cool. you all had to wear masks obviously there was not a bar because it was just in the middle of the street so there was no bar so masks on all the time you don't need to take them off unless you're going to drink some water that you brought or something um, mm -hmm. and the first thing they do when you get there is they put hand gel on you so you have to wash your hands then, okay. you, take, then you take a seat if you don't realise you sit down they come and get you. Like, they'll put mm -hmm. hand gel on your hands. And it worked. There was 200 people there. Cool. And it Brilliant. was just a street. Obviously, it was August. It was Spain. The weather is good. However, I did have to postpone the gig because it rained the first the first date, funny enough. But uh, I it's doable. And and if you've got a big enough space, as you say, and you just need to cover it. You just need, a, I don't know, you just yeah. need an open space that is somehow covered. Yeah. In the UK, for example, well, there's rains, whole rains a, lot. a whole cross-section of society that's not been thought of. You know, the whole creative side of, of you know, that's just not been really thought about. And it's 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 really frustrating to see. Well, it, one of the things I've actually been mentioning in every every episode that that um, I've been doing for this is people throughout lockdown, they survived because of the arts. They survived because of music, books, yeah, yeah. films painting they survived because of the arts and they've said it and suddenly it seems that now that things are sort of getting back to normal obviously second wave is coming upon us but now that things like that now that we can leave our homes and like people can go to a bar or a pub it seems like the government and everyone else has forgotten that everyone has survived because of the arts and they're not supporting these arts that are literally dying. It's just very frustrating. They should be investing in creativity, you know. 
you know, so, you know, imagine what it'd be like with a for, for you know a, a young person, let's say between the age of twelve and seventeen, you know, and they've got all these creative ideas, you know, and all this musical talent. Where's that going to go? I mean, it's even obviously say in, in the live music industry, we're talking more careers, for example, but music has therapeutical like benefits. It, it helps children. Oh, yeah. With, with difficulties to, to learn and and, and to, to develop their skills as well. So it's not just a hobby. It's not just fun entertainment. It's craft, it's mm -hmm. an art. It's all the people yep. that work behind the scenes. They've got families to feed. Yep. I remember because of the um, protests this week, um, I remember s uh, seeing um, a sign that someone was carrying that said, a 30-year uh, career in this industry and mm -hmm. now it's like non-viable mm -hmm. well, you can't say yep. that when someone has been working at something for 30 years it can't be non-viable they'd be living under a bridge if it was non-viable no it's a skill it's a vocation it's 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 someone's career it's it's their passion it's their it's their it's their love it's you know we need these people yeah it's just very frustrating. <laughs> um, but what what can you what, what do you think fans and music lovers can do to to help support the artists and local music hubs? I I think people should reach out to artists, um, to vibes, keep going, um, maybe team up with a few friends and organize a, a live show with one of your favorite uh, favorite artists. Um, buy some merch. Um, same with the venues, you know, send, send the messages of, of uh, can't wait for them to open. If they've got any campaigns going on that they can donate to, but again, buy any merch from and just, just be positive and look forward to that day when we can get back to, to, to where we were. But uh, don't be scared to reach out to, to artists and venues. I think they'd really love to hear from you. And if there's anything you can do to support, just, just, just say that to them. I think that's great advice because sometimes when you're in such a dark place, you just need that one person to come and, and say, it's okay. Like we know you're there and we support you and we can't wait for you to be back. So. Yeah. Well, we're all together, you know, it's an ecosystem. That's, that's the thing, you know, whether you're an artist, um, whether you, or, or you write the lyrics, whether you're the sound engineer, the lighting engineer, even if you work beyond the bar or security or taking the tickets or run the venue or someone that works, you know, let's say 45 hours a week, really hard. And, and, and the one thing you look forward to is going and meeting up with people and supporting live music. We're all in this together. So, you know, we've got to stay positive for each other and send out those great vibes. And, you know, hopefully th uh, this time next year, we'll be having a very different conversation, uh, which I can't wait for. Same, exactly. I, I'm very, I'm positive. All of this is gonna, is gonna end sooner rather than later. And, and, Again, we just need to get creative and find different solutions. Yep. The same way we have over lockdown, people doing live stream, doing games, creativity. <laughs> we need to support it. Um, yeah, stay stay positive. Just stay positive. Yeah. And, um, you know, and just, just remember how amazing music is. It is. I've put in the description the link to Save Our Venues and the Music Venue Trust. So if anyone listening wants Brilliant. to find out more information, on how to support uh, grassroots venues, um, just to get more information on, on how the music industry works um, and the economy as well.
because it's a, f- a 5.2 yeah. billion um billion pound um industry that is non-viable apparently um <laughs> uh so yeah you can find all the information there and you can donate if you can and if you can't you can just message your favorite venue message your, your favorite artist support them share the music yeah. share their links to donate even if you can't maybe someone that you know can mm-hmm. and they just don't know that the campaign is there so um you can find exactly. the link to, uh, below um okay i wanted to ask you three quick questions Ooh. <laughs> okay so, no pressure no too much thinking they're easy don't worry they're, they're, they're easy but what is the thing you you uh, miss most of live music tell us a funny anecdote and because oh. we're saying we are going to get out of this and we have to be positive please share a positive message with anyone listening cool so the first um what was the first question again i said it so fast <laughs> <laughs> what do you miss most of live music seeing a band on stage and lots of people in that room screaming shouting making new friends and just bonding over live music and the atmosphere that human interaction from every different walks of life is just incredible i really miss that yeah um anecdotes um i've got quite yes i can't really share a lot of them because (laughs) working as um working in the music you get to see some very very interesting uh some interesting things so i'll leave that up to people's imagination as i'm sure they can uh, will understand that i've seen quite a few uh, very very fun things in my time putting on these shows with some uh, very very fun artists and a positive thing is um it's going to be it's going to be over venue's going to reopen there's going to be a load of great new music coming out there don't forget to support them reach out to your friends that you know about music keep sharing music keep sharing the love and and uh, keep positive because it's, it's another six months and we'll all see each other in a venue somewhere we will definitely absolutely um before we leave what do you think of festivals um as in because obviously well i kind of keep on asking this question but it's quite quite an important one because Obviously, live live music is cancelled generally everywhere at the moment. But yep. if you have a 150 cap venue, mm-hmm. once it's back to full capacity, it's 150 people. So it's somewhat manageable. Or even if the capacity is reduced, you can you can kind of like I don't know, spray gel on every single person coming in and make sure they're wearing their masks or however it, it works out. But if you've got a festival, you've got hundreds of thousands of people in a huge space that you can't really control. How do you see that kind of like evolving? Um, again, I'm going to speak candidly. I think we have no no choice but to keep doing festivals. You know, stand up and say we're, we're, we're not being told we can't have a festival. I mean, you know, it's a slightly too draconian for me. Um if people are sensible, you know, it's 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 all good. Festival, you know, it's it's like everything when it comes to the arts and music. These things are so important. Important, we can't allow them to be taken away from us. They have they have to happen, you know. They have to. Yeah, I completely agree. It's part of people's lives and culture. So mm. it has to yeah. be back. Yeah, it's it, you know, it's 
you know, I go to quite a few festivals, and I'm sure you can imagine. And it's, it's, you know, it's, you know, you, you work hard, you save save money, and it's one of the best ways to spend money. You get to see, you know, a hundred thousand people sharing their love for music. It's it's amazing. You get to see new artists that you've never heard before. You've yeah. got you get to see artists that you've known for the last twenty or thirty years or something like that, or ten years or whatever. You get to go and see them. You know, it's just it's just great that they yeah. can't stop. They're too important. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, is there anything you'd like to add before we call it a day? Yeah, well, I can't wait to see you back on stage. I really can't. <laughs> I can't yeah, wait I'm to really go back on stage. Because <laughs> we had two shows booked, didn't we? And unfortunately, because of all this razzmatazz and nonsense, we um, haven't been able to do them. So I'm really, really looking forward to getting those dates back in the diary and for everyone listening come come and support Nadia she's amazing she's an amazing artist and does a lot to support other artists and the venue so so please 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 support her she's Thank brilliant you, Simon. appreciate that yeah we will we'll do these shows we will do them even if it's 2020 2021 but they will happen but... yeah you know it thank you so so much for your time it's been lovely ca- to catch up and to pick your brains a little bit um, I wish you and Banumu all the best. Um, and for anyone listening and interested in learning more about Banumu and Simon, um, as well as any new artists looking for shows or meeting other artists, venues, music professionals, promotions and more, you can find the information below in the show notes. Uh, so yeah, hit that link and just message Simon or Banumu, whatever you want to do, get in touch. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. Thank you again, Simon. And I'll see you in the next episode.